Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Fierce Chat. My name is Sasha, and if you're not already subscribed, let's not do this. Let's not do it. Go ahead and take some time to like, guys, comment. It is a free way to support my channel and let your auntie, your friends, your grandmother, okay, none of your grandmother, but you know what I'm saying. Let them know. I am doing my best to produce quality content for y'all, and I am constantly learning from even looking at my stuff over and over again to see where I can, you know, critique and make stuff better for you. For you. And let me tell you, it is not cheap. But you know, I I have a vision and I've got a passion. And so I'm just going, we should go rock this thing out for me. Okay. You'll notice what I don't really know what's going on in my life today, guys. I'm really not sure. And maybe we like this. You know what I mean? It's October. I feel like this episode come out in October still. Yeah, I think so. Okay. It don't matter. It's fall time, right? So we're like, warming up and we're like watching movies and stuff have y'all started watching movies yet for a fall season comment below your favorite fall movie your favorite holiday movie your favorite christmas movie because you know your girl's ready to watch <laughs> oh my god it's like and if you don't know what that is then then there's some other things that you really need to work on so there's that but we're going to go ahead and break for a commercial real quick, and then we will be right back. Okay, don't miss me. I miss you already. All right, y'all, be sure to tell me whether or not you like this episode. I really hope that the voice scene and whatever, I really hope that that part is good. I think that I can even hold it, like, down here so that it's not crazy like all in my face yeah okay so i really hope that the mic is good because y'all i got my love mic that i've been using for tiktok and for my voiceovers and stuff and it's a really great mic i know y'all see it on tiktok honey and tiktok shop tiktok shop and by the way what y'all think about tiktok shop honestly to me i it's given flea market. And I'm not even saying the products are not good. It's just given flea market. It's very aggressive. Like, I feel like, you know, the shadow work journal. I know you know what I'm talking about. Like, I know you've seen that. Okay. And then what else is it? You know, the brush for 4C hair. Now I'm a black woman. So, you know, I, mean, I know the algorithm is giving me some things that I need. But my people, y'all see that, right? Like, I'm just not into it. I'm really not. I don't know. I'm a very like, I'm a, a afterthought salesperson. Basically, act like you don't need me. You don't, you don't want me to buy something. And then I'll buy it. But when you act like it, I'm not into it. And I don't mean don't do marketing, but I feel like I'm going down a rabbit hole. Anyways, y'all. Yeah, no, I'm always literally going off on a tangent and going to a whole bunch of different topics. But the reason that I brought up fall movies was because I feel like my lighting today looks like a little dark, like we're telling like a story or whatever. But that's great because this comes out on a Thursday. It comes out at 730. It's at night, girl. So we having a conversation. So anyways, sit back, relax, go and grab some wine because I know you 
you had a long week. You had a long week. Why? Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because you said, you know what? It's okay. I'm not that tired. I can push myself to do this. It's okay. Um, don't worry about it, babe. I got it. It's okay. She ain't got to do the project. I know how to do it. It's okay. Don't call back. I'll call you again. You did all those things, babe. And now you need a little drinky drink. Okay. <laughs> a little, a little, a little drink. Okay. You need a drink. So go ahead and pull up. Let's relax and let's check. So anyways, this weekend, honestly, I was really able to just like reflect and chill because like I was about to say, last week was really, really crazy for me. I just think that, you know, I really didn't even really realize that I had established like three individual brands. I've got my own individual content as She's Your Fierce, by the way. Follow me as She's Your Fierce on Instagram and TikTok. Um... But I've got She's Your Fierce content. I've got my Fierce Chat podcast um, that now has its own profile. And then I've also got my digital creator agency, the SC Agency. And the SC Agency is what you guys are seeing for commercials and things like that. I'm helping micro-influencers, small content creators that people are overlooking that have got quality content, you know, reach their goals, which is a brand deal. Money, coins. So anyways, um, all those different things. And that's just my my business. That's not even me. Like, that's not even I'm a wife. You know, I'm a cha-cha. That's what my bonus baby calls me. I'm a mother. Um, You know, I did the wife thing. I did the mother thing. You know, hey girl, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And in addition to that, I am sitting over here trying to figure out stuff about Saj. And every day I'd be really, really confused. Like I said in our last conversation, first of all, girl, like it is so important to be grounded and it's so important to have a good foundation in your faith. And I cannot express that enough. I cannot express that enough. We need got to deep dive into it, pool. I'm just telling you that the world is a crazy place. And if you've got no foundation to really build off of whatever your goals are, whatever your dreams are, whatever you want for your family, ma'am, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be very, very difficult. And I'm not saying that you can't do it another way. I just felt like I really needed this weekend. I felt like I really needed it. Life be life in. And I don't know what's going on. I think that the last half of the year for me is always like super, super busy. And it's probably super busy for a lot of people because, you know, it's the holidays. You know, in the holidays, either you, you know, like everybody isn't super happy around the holidays as well. It's a hard time. And even for other times in the year too. So, but anyways, October is a super busy month for me. I've got so many birthdays, my husband's birthday, you know, all my really close friends' birthdays are in October. So it's just kind of like, it's just really kind of crazy for me. So right now I am just trying to reach, trying to grasp for a little bit of the air, honestly. I I think, you know, we talked about this like last season, you know, my anxiety. Um, actually, you know, let me give an update in regards to my anxiety. Um, so still have anxiety. Has not gone anywhere. Even, you know, and that's the thing. I feel like sometimes when people are talking to me, we're talking about faith and we're talking about building things off of faith. It means that you're never scared. You're never worried. You never go into things, you know, second guessing stuff. And that's just really not the case. It's just have more times than nine, you'll have somewhere to lean. I feel like now for my anxiety, 
I have, I, I'm channeling it better. My anxiety really comes from my need of control and my need to try and make sure everything is okay at all times and everything looks perfect at all times. And that's just crazy to say. And, you know, it's crazy to say out loud, but like, that's truly how I feel. I feel like when I approach things, why can't I, why can't I do it perfectly? And why don't you think it's perfect? You know what I mean? And it really stresses me out. And sometimes it's an advantage because, you know, I'm very big on presentation, hence marketing. So I'm very big on presentation. So sometimes it's an advantage and other times it's a disadvantage because, you know, it, I think I've said before, it doesn't allow me to be present. Um, so I would say right now that I have just accepted the waves of my emotions and my stress and all those different things kind of just going up and down. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit codependent on it sometimes. Sometimes I'll be like, am I having a good day? Where the hell is my anxiety at? Okay, where the hell is the, I can't breathe. I need to sit down. Help me, help me, help me. You know what I mean? Where did that go? So I'm really just trying to make sure that I'm also filtering my mind with other things. And I mean, a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay, girl, because I watch a lot of bullshit TV. Okay, I watch a lot of BS on TV. I prefer to watch that on TV because I'm not really looking to look at TV and be like, what can I learn from this? I, not really. I'm trying to figure out if I can laugh and, you know, what cool no trendy sayings can I tell y'all about? You know what I mean? I want y'all to know how cool I am and how up game I am. Why would I be watching a documentary, baby? But uh, I'm also super big on true crime. And hear me out, hear me out. Because I know I just covered a story of true crime. And I know that we've got some other episodes with true crime in it. But girl, I was watching true crime, like get up in the morning, you know, trying to start us a work or whatever and turn on true crime. Driving down the road, listen to a podcast. It was true crime. Now, there is no issue with true crime, but I do think that for me personally in my own personal journey, that it would make me extremely jittery because now I'm like, oh, so was this man in the white van going to get out with a rope and try and try it around my neck like that girl I saw? <laughs> like, girl, you know what I mean? And it was really like, I felt like it was really like, fuck it would be like really fucking with me. And I think that I wasn't, I think that there's a balance to stuff, right? Like you just have to balance what you allow your mind to absorb, listen, and, and feel. And I literally just put this post, uh, we just put this post up on the SC agency page where uh, for mental health and uh, probably earlier in this month, we put it on there. So go and check it out. Three steps for you know, decompressing for social media. And one of those was curate your feed. And basically what curating your feed means is to mute, mute, get off, unfollow. Like when you're finding yourself comparing yourself to another person or comparing yourself to somebody that you feel like you should be like rooting for, then you need to take a step back. And I'm not saying you need to unfollow. I'm not saying that muting is the ultimate and only decision. No, it's not. But it definitely is just so important to know that you can mute things past just social media so that you can clear your mind and get yourself focused and in a place to hear what it is that you actually need to be doing and putting your energy in places that you actually need to be. Because I feel like what leads to my anxiety is me doing too much of one thing that nobody even asked me to do. And don't get me wrong, like obviously, you know, like there, you, 
self-initiate. You can do stuff without, without, you know, somebody asking you to do something. But you also need to take it to account, girl. We only have so much energy allocated per day. And if you're going to spend most of that energy allocating it to other people or allocating it to, you know, let's just stay there. Allocating it to other people who are not pouring back into you or who are not receptive or who, you know, and it doesn't mean that they have to pour back into you. And it doesn't mean that they need to do anything. It probably, you know what I'm saying? It just means that be mindful of where your energy ends up landing so that you can reserve that for yourself so that you can be kind of a little more aware of, again, whether or not you're in spaces that you even really need to be. And that will help you figure out, you know, like what's going on with the whole anxiety. Is it true crime? Is it that friend? Is it, you know, what is it? What is it? But you'll never really know if you're not really, you know, taking that time to really clear your mind and be focused. Girl. So I didn't mean to go on a, a, a tangent, uh, a rabbit hole, but there's that. Okay, so anyways, 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 let's get into the mess. All right, so I was actually going to play the clip, but I'm just going to pop it up right here on the right for y'all so you can just see, and I'm just going to recap for you. And, and get your wine. Get that wine. Okay, anyways, so basically, long story short, girl, I was on TikTok, and this girl basically put some overlay text on a video and it said, go into a date that my boyfriend didn't invite me on with his girlfriend. So, you know, we clicking and clicking and clicking. We clicking right into it. I click right into it. And that was it of the video. So, of course, I checked the comments. I look at the comments and somebody said, girl, tag us in part two. We got to know what's going on. And a lot of comments are like, yes, we are rooting for you, girl. Go and see what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm liking them comments, too. What's going on, girl? You know, because your boyfriend going on a date with his girlfriend. What? So long story short, part two, she says, it's not going to go how y'all think it's going to go. And I'm like, okay, baby, what's going on? She's like, basically, and I'm acting like she's talking to me, <laughs> but basically she goes, I got beat up. Long story short, the young man is her ex. It actually was not her boyfriend. And she, I guess, ends up going into the restaurant. She gets into a fight with the girl and then the girl whoop her ass. You got knocked up. I'm like, and, and at the end of the video, she's still like, I love him and I'm gonna stick beside him because he loved me. I'm like, Toxic Tammy, you really, you really have, <sighs> look, to each his own. You know what I mean? To each his own. But listen, listen up, Fierce Chats crew. By the way, do we like Fierce Chats crew? Or like, the fierce, fierce friends, fierce friends, fierce friends, hmm. fierce girls. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm actually not good at it. So for all of the five people that are listening to my podcast, <laughs> could you put a comment, put a comment and let me know. 
okay, I want to have a little crew. Okay, I want to have a little group. All right. And it could be all five of us. I don't care. But anyways, so we're going to leave off. She's like, yeah, she whipped my ass. This and this and that. I love him. I'm going to stick beside him. Blah, 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 blah. He loves me. I was just like, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed in sis. I'm like, girl. And y'all going to say, bitch, you're married. So you don't get it. And you don't know. So da, 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 da. First of all, first of all, first of all, let's be clear. Let's be clear. And I'm, I'm going to take it back and then I'm going to bring it up. Y'all know how I do. Okay. So stay with me. All right. During dating, before I met my husband, it was a whole bunch of BS. And let me not even sit here and act like it was a whole bunch of BS. Okay. Like, obviously, uh, you know, whoever it was that I choose, chose to give my time to obviously was worth it at the time. Um, <laughs> no longer qualified today, <laughs> no longer qualified at all, but was worth it at the time, right? And then there was different experiences and stuff that came from, from those relationships. I'm just going to say the most recent one, I really just like, I feel like I got into my bag. And by the most recent one, I mean my most recent ex before I got married, obviously before I met my husband. And like, I feel like after that relationship, I really got in my bag. So y'all really need to go to the episode... <laughs> four yes episode four go to episode four with us and listen to that story basically with this ex uh, i'll just take y'all through it all five of y'all but basically with that ex what ended up happening was you know we meet we're out he says he has a job he says he's flying out to north carolina he says that he is you know like living in a house and he's got this and he's got that and at the time like it was a long 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 obviously a long long time ago so girl when I heard he had a house he had a car I was like a home you mean not an apartment here no apartment here and there's no problem with an apartment as long as it has a doorman but um I was like um you know, this is great. And so basically, long story short, it was a bunch of hoopla. It was a bunch of hoops. And, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, it was a lot of that that was going on. But like at the time, I really, you know, couldn't see it. I really did like stand beside him. I really did feel like this was the moon and the stars and that, you know, we just had to go through this stuff and we would get through it together. And now, and then when I met my husband, I realized like, babe it ain't even like that do in my relationship now do I go through stuff absolutely is it wild and banshee absolutely um but it's why you know everybody has their degree of what they feel like wild and banshee is and then there's just like foundational stuff that you should just like never do and tracking down your ex at a dinner while he's with another young lady who whooped your ass <laughs> <laughs> you don't need me to tell you that didn't make no sense and I'm just like I'm just like I don't get it and I again like I said I went through my fair share of frogs but I feel like I I really feel like I did the work I'm gonna keep it up I'm gonna keep it a buck I feel like I did the work I'm you have to come to a relationship whole you have to 
you could still be, you know, obviously we're learning ourselves, we're growing, we're changing constantly, but you have to come to a relationship hole. And since who's following her ex to a dinner with another lady, that's not holiness. It's just not. It is what it is. I said what I said and I stand on it. That's not holiness. Something is going on because to know your value and to know your worth, I don't even know her. And I know that's not her value and I know that's not her worth. She started off by saying that was her ex. Like, and I know that men have so many, like, they have so many opportunities to get it right. Because there are so many beautiful women, especially here in Atlanta. Okay, there are so many beautiful women. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. They don't really have to like bend. You know what I mean? But girl, that doesn't mean that we're about to bend either. Because when she's sitting over there doing that, you make it simply difficult for the next girl to come along because you sat there with the nonsense. And honestly, let me take that back. You didn't simply make it more difficult. Actually, you made it easier because she also says in her TikTok that, oh, he loves me. He's here and he's back. He with me. He out with her at the hospital. Man, he with you because it's convenient. He with you because it didn't take no time. He with you because it's entertaining. He's with you because he thinks you're crazy. And not in a good way. <laughs> and not in a good way. But it, it, in an entertaining way. Because I would say in a certain time in life for me. But like, who would entertain? Actually, not even at a certain time in life. A certain time in life. Let's keep it as that. Who would entertain somebody who's sitting here and pulled up to a whole restaurant to pull you from somebody else? That's some crazy shit. Energy, I'm into it. But he ain't gonna marry you. Man, it ain't gonna happen. And even if he do, girl, it's gonna be sad. Here be it. He gonna be doing the same thing. It, oh, you know, the reason that you have an ex is because they should stay your ex. Okay? I know that singleism, especially women, as we are getting closer to our 30s. Girl, I'm 31. And I'm sorry, I'm super, super stuff, super stuffy. Um, but yeah, I'm 31. Okay. So I didn't, I did not date in my 30s while I was single, obviously. But I was dating over 25. And I feel like after 25, or I was single over 25. And I feel like after 25, it's like, like on my 25th birthday, somebody said to me, they were like, Sash, you are a quarter of a century old. I'm like, how the hell do I qualify to be a quarter of a hundred years old? How? I'm just, just living. So anyways, going back, so I understand that as we are, you know, just feeling like our biological clock is ticking and all of those different things that the pressures feel crazy. But I feel like this is where the grace is based comes. This is why we have this wine here in our hand. And if you don't have it, please get up and go and grab yours. And if you're on the road, please don't do that. OK, because I don't want to go to jail. But it Nothing good comes easy. So it really takes time and it really takes patience. And honestly, I was about to be on my Mary Jane. I won't hold you. I'm not going to say I sat here and I was like, before I met my husband, that I was like, oh, my husband's coming. No worries. I'm going to be fine. What I ended up saying was, I'm just going to focus on my career. (laughs) 
I'll just focus on my career. I hadn't really gotten to the point to where I was starting to think about, wow, like what if I really just end up snuggling up to my career? I hadn't really thought about that. I hadn't really gotten that far. Um, But like I said before, I really was like getting in my bag. So I was focused on my career. So I was focused on my education as well. I was right before I even met him. I was getting ready to graduate with my master's. Like I moved to the city of Atlanta. Like, girl, I was not playing. I was in my big bag. And then after that, I transferred companies and increased my bag. I just feel like I was really on, you know, the up and up. But I also know that that's not necessarily a formula for anything because there are so many women who are have homes, have cars, have car no pay, house paid, all these different things. And, you know, Mr. Prince Charming still has not really like come along. And I think those things really come down to like figuring out and making sure that, okay, I know I was talking crazy about the shadow work journal, but that you've done the shadow work. <laughs> do we even know what shadow work is? Like, do we even know what that means? But like, my interpretation of shadow work is that it's the work that you can't see. It's the work that you are not aware of. Like when you tell people, oh, that's just me. Like, I just be yelling like that. Okay, so why are you yelling like that? And like, why are you comfortable yelling like that? Like what has occurred for you to be comfortable doing that? And I'm not saying that that is right or wrong. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying like the shadow work is figuring out why you tick the way you tick and what happened to make you tick that way so that when you get into a relationship, you can explain that to somebody else, which is why I say that, you know, you really have to come into a relationship with wholeness. And I'm not saying that, you know, that I knew all of those things before I got into my relationship. No, but I did know that, you know, if I was going to be with somebody that, you know, A, B and C was required, but it really just comes down again to you. It really comes down to you making sure you're not blocking your blessings. Like, I feel like this young lady did. I feel like she did that. I be saying young lady all the time. Who do I think I am? Martha Stewart. But um, I feel like, how does she block her blessings? She block her blessings by still being involved with her ex. That man is in your way. You're over there spending your time and energy. Back to that energy thing. You're over there spending your time cutting up a luncheon, a dinner. Why? For what? To get back a person who was already entertaining somebody else who wasn't even yours to begin with. That's a block. That's somebody in the way. Blocking your blessings is you still dealing with your ex. You still picking up those phone calls. Um, And even if you're speaking of the phone calls and he didn't, you know, you don't let him touch a booty cheek. So he still got access to you. He still got access and that's all he needs. That's all he needs to feel like he's Trinston. Tristan, Tristan Thompson at Khloe Kardashian's house. Khloe, kick Tristan out the house now. No, for real though. No, for real though. Khloe, click, kick Tristan out the damn house. Y'all watch the Kardashians? I feel like y'all don't watch them and y'all be talking about y'all hate them for no reason. Like, I want to get why y'all hate them. But we could talk about that another time. Anyways, don't balk your blessings. Let go. 
let go. And I know I keep saying that, but I feel like it keeps coming to mind and it keeps coming to mind because one, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to say I know what's going on with them because I do not. I am only making a conclusion off of this simple little video that she let us watch here on the TikTok that I can save on my phone. And now it's mine. But um, so I'm not trying to judge at all. And honestly, in regards to any of these things, like anytime I talk to y'all about anything, that stuff comes from my own life. For my own stupid mistakes, for my own damn, I wish somebody told me. From my own damn, I wish I would have told someone what I was doing. So then that maybe they could tell me. Maybe they comes, honestly, maybe he could come to that as well. Like, let's like, let's, let's have a real community of support and people who really love us and people who we can trust. And it don't have to be a big ass community. Can we have one person? Can we have one outlet? If it's not better help. Or on Black Girl Therapy, blackgirltherapy.com. I will put that in the description below. If it is not one of those resources, let's have somebody that we can vent to and get a different perspective from. And I'm not talking about somebody who think like you, boo. I'm not somebody who you like sit on a bench and you be like, yeah, girl, exactly. No, <laughs> no. I'm talking about the person that'll be like, okay, I love you, but that, that really he, he's actually stupid. And you know what? The thing is, is that nobody will really be able to help you in this space. It really comes down to you, which is why it's so important to make sure you're whole going into relationships. And I'm not saying that, again, I'm not telling you that I sat here and I was perfect. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about certain things that you want to be mindful and aware of. And then certain things that you know are like not worth your time. And I feel, and I feel... I feel so strongly about that. But you know, also, I manifested my husband. I'm being very, very straight up, okay? I manifested my husband. I had a very big conversation with God. I manifested my husband, the job that I entered into before then, and also like, you know, just life at that time. I gave God three things. At the end of the year, I give God three things. I said, can I have a king to my queen? King to my queen. And all I meant by that was just somebody who was equal, somebody who I could learn me something from. I could t teach you something. You could teach me something, so on and so forth. Second thing was my job. And I wanted to obtain a certain salary. And then after that, it was also like peace and wisdom and things like that. And I'm not always saying that anytime you're trying to manifest something, it has to be something that's tangible or it has to be something that's, you know, but like, I just wanted to have a real conversation. Like God knows who you are. You know what I mean? I just wanted to have a real conversation, you know, and let him know really what it was that I'm really focused on. But then when you be asking God for stuff, you got to meet him halfway. You got to make sure you're aligned. Like you got to make sure you're doing the work. In the meantime, if you're not talking about stuff, if you're not dealing with things, how in the hell are you going to get into a relationship? I love that you got that house, babe. I love that you pay all the bills. But you're going to scream at that man when he come in there. And that's why he's not there right now. Facts. Facts. Let's talk about it. Like, it really comes down to probably stuff that you haven't even really thought about. And um, I think that singleism is something that you should practice even in a relationship even in a relationship. And of course, there's going to be different ways of doing so. But I feel like my singleism for me is when I really let my husband know, like, you know, I need to just take some time to just like think about 
what I want, what I want to do, you know, because while you're changing, like everybody doesn't catch up with you. Your partner don't always catch up with you. Your friends don't always catch up with you. So in that time period, like you need to really make sure that you're like just super grounded with self. But singleism is having the ability like right now with no kids. It is just you. You can get up and go to Starbucks and go and grab you a spinach feta wrap and a peach green tea lemonade and come back home and watch your TV. But in your singleism with kids, you go down the steps, um, turn on the TV, creak it up to volume five and hope that the little rascals don't hear you. You know, <laughs> singleism looks different. So I also feel like that I heard a really impactful sermon. I heard the best sermon when I was single. And he really, honestly, the example that I just gave was, I think, an example that he used, which was that you can really just get up and go being a single person if you don't have kids. Um, you really can just get up and go. And this is the only time in your life where you're going to be able to do that. Because once you, you know, get married and have kids, that's not going to be the case anymore. And so when he started to really like lay out different things and how singleism is also a time for you to cultivate, right? Because like, I feel like the, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm like, you're married. Again, you're married. So you can't say this, but girl, like I said, I've heard the best sermon. Like I was crying up at night telling single. Don't get me wrong. I really like my dad for Valentine's Day. He would always get and send his girls. I have a younger sister and send his girls. Um, some Valentine's Day stuff, literally some Valentine's Day stuff, like a teddy bear and some chocolate and stuff. And girl, one year I just cried. I was like, my dad is going to be the only man who ever loves me like this. And like, maybe I should just accept it because maybe, maybe this is my life. You know what I mean? So I used to cry uh, all the time, all the time about being single. So like, I just feel like, <sighs> again, y'all know I chop around, but I was watching a TikTok. Okay, stay with me. And she was like, you're either going to be a lazy motherfucker and you're not, and you're going to beat that or you're going to work out and be mindful of your diet. Both are hard. Pick your heart. So with singleism, it's hard. Being in a relationship is hard. Pick your heart. And I know this is a little different because, you know, if you were to if you were able to just kind of pick it, you would. But like, I still say that to say everything that glitters ain't gold. And that's not to say that relationships aren't beautiful. They're one thousand percent beautiful. I think families are beautiful. And I think that if you find love and when you do find love, you will find love and when love finds you that it is beautiful. However, it is difficult and everything in life is difficult. So I'm not saying that to discourage and I'm not saying that to be like, girl, have fun over here. It's okay. Don't worry about having no bad girl. I know them sheets will warm you up at night. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. Hold on, okay? Hold on, girl. You never know. You never know. You never know what the setup is. But in the meantime, I really hate that I talk so much shit about the shadow work in the TikTok shop, but do the shadow work, okay? In the meantime, do the shadow work, okay? 
do the stuff in the background that you haven't addressed yet. Yeah, because when I got into my relationship, if y'all want to talk about that, let me know if you want to talk about that. Because when I got a relationship with my husband, when I got a relationship with my husband, he was my boyfriend. Girl, the level and the different like requirements that this man set out, I was like, whoa, because most of the men's prior to I'm not going to hold you. Sasha has a really good gift of the gab. <gasps> I mean, I know, like, I mean, I know you don't know. Well, like, Sasha has a good gift of gab. And I, I just mean to say, like, I always can, like, put myself together very well. So, like, or at least I think. And that's all that matters is what I think. So I just say that to say, you know, like, she liked to argue. So I sent her to law school. Like, I used to always have evidence. I used to always have receipts. I used to, you know, like, I have a very, I can put myself together very well like I said so I will always be able to talk somebody down and like with my man girl he immediately shut that thing down and I was like wait whoa hi but anyways I feel like I hopped around and I feel like I always do that but you know we can continue to talk about this a little more but I also got some questions about some social media content so let's get into some fierce facts Okay, one. So I had a lot of different questions in regards to consistency. People asking me how I'm so consistent across all of my different platforms. TikTok, Instagram. Instagram with my three profiles, my three brands, like I told y'all, my TikTok, and then of course YouTube, which you guys, and my podcast. So on all these all these different platforms, wherever you're listening to this now. Um, and basically, long story short, I have a team. <laughs> I have a team. You cannot do anything and want anything to grow without help. And so you would be surprised the people that are around you that you might be able to tap on to help you reach your goals. You might, you never know. And so originally when I did start this, it was just me. It was just me. Um, but now it is impossible for me to be able to do that on my own. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I do not do this by myself. I do not do this by myself. And I'm just very thankful and grateful also for my man. That's why you got to have that king to your queen. Come on, God, with the prayers. Um, who also has so much insight in regards to business, who let me know that I would need the help to really catapult me and really take me to the next level. So that's the answer to the first question. How am I able to be consistent on all my different platforms? I have a team. I have help. I ask for help and I partner, okay? Because it's the people, it's the crabs at the bottom who be like, nah, I can't repulse your stuff or nah, I can't help you with that or no, I can't do this and that. People at the top know how to collaborate, okay? Ask Jeff Bezos next. I also have some people ask about like social media content. Okay, girl. So in regards to your social media content, the first thing that you need to do is make sure that you can stick to a schedule that works for you a schedule that works for you but you have to be consistent you have to be consistent because when you're a micro influencer like myself you are trying to really break through the market and you're really trying to you know give your followers a sense of you but you have to add value to that and that's another component to being consistent be consistent and add value you can post the content just to post content is cute, but posting content with value and intent, that's strategy. That is strategy. 
All right. And then third is obviously have a content strategy. Have a strategy. Know what it is that you want to post. Plan posts. All right, let's take it back. So let's go back to models and stuff in magazines, right? Models and magazines, like, where do you think they're taking them pictures at? Obviously, they are at, like, a beach or they're at, like, an exotic location. But, like, you can find those same things in your local neighborhood, in your local area. It seems like nobody wants to work anymore, Kim K. Anyway. You want to like as a content creator, like taking your pictures and doing those things, have intent, be purposeful behind them, plan some stuff, do your makeup when you're only going to do your makeup and then wipe it off and go and do something else. That is what content creation takes. And it takes a lot of sacrifice. You know, I don't want to sit here and act like I know everything because I do not like I'm just a very like such an innovator and I'm constantly trying to work and constantly trying to improve. And that's all I'm trying to do. All I'm trying to do is. If I figure something out, girl, I'm going to come and tell you and I'm going to throw it to you. Why wouldn't I? You know what I mean? So we can do this together. It's enough space for everybody to eat. And I'm so sick of y'all acting like that's not the case. So, you know, I'm a girl's girl. All right. So we're coming over here. Let's collaborate. Let's share ideas. And then after that, you know, we work hard. We play harder. Period. Period. Um, And then I think the last question would be whether or not you really have to invest in like a whole bunch of different things for your equipment. Okay. When I originally started content creation, I literally bought up everything. So I have like six lights. I have like five tripods, like, you know, just a whole bunch of different little knickknacks that I was just buying up. What I would say is condense it down. And also it just depends on like really your location. If you live somewhere where you get a lot of natural sunlight, you got some, you know, ceiling to window, what do they call them? Floor to ceiling windows, girl, I I can't even think. Floor to ceiling windows, you know, if you got that, then girl, you probably don't need no lights. But at the time where I was at and how I was trying to do different things, I got a whole bunch of different lights. What I would suggest is truthfully, even for a podcast, you really only need your phone and a light, a ring light. That's really all you need. If you want to take it up another notch like if you're in fashion and beauty and your fashion beauty um you can get a camera I would suggest getting a camera but I would suggest getting a camera personally after you've already been using your phone and you've really you know sucked all the juices out of your phone for lack of better words and by that I mean you've used exposure shadows highlights contrast brightness like color sharpness like you know how to change your filters and your settings and you know how many frames per second you are filming in. you know like how many frames per second you know instagram and other apps export or not instagram but your third-party apps before you export and go to instagram like what happens there as well what kind of format are those videos being exported in like you need to be really familiar with video settings and i feel like our camera settings, and that's what i personally think that's my personal opinion because I feel like going to get a camera, baby, that's an investment. But then you go ask me what I did. I didn't do any of the above. I purchased this camera before I knew anything about it. I purchased a whole bunch of lights before I knew anything about it. And you could do that too. But like I said, if I'm learning something, why wouldn't I tell you? Why wouldn't I tell you? All right, girl. So honestly, I really love this chat. Did you love the chat? Were you into it? Yeah? No? Are you into the vibes? 
do we only really need? And honestly, right now I have one light set up and I have my Sony camera. I'm filming on my Sony camera right now. My Sony, Sony ZV-1, which is a vlogging camera. Um, and I'm not even going to say that I know how to use all the different settings on it, you know, but I know how to use all the different settings on my phone. And so I'm getting better at using the different settings on my camera. Actually, before we even started recording, like the exposure was hella low. And I was like, what in the hell? How did this even happen? And I ended up having to go through the settings and figure out how I clicked it on. But girl, content creation is not a joke, but it's also super, super fun. And I really do enjoy it. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And if you haven't already, go ahead and take some time. Go ahead. I'll wait. Go ahead. Subscribe. Like this video. Go ahead. Like it. And comment. And let me know. First of all, the five people are listening. What is going to be your name? And then after that, let me know what you think of the episode. I love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much. And I will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.